Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Let Me Pull On Your Coat. Um, for technical reasons, um, we had two episodes this week, one on Monday, because last Friday didn't happen. But here we are, Friday morning, and back with another episode. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Peter de Villiers, and as I always do on these episodes, I go through some thoughts and ideas and roughly grouped into five sections. A section called Through My Eyes, which is just something that I saw or noticed and that I found interesting. A Pebble in Your Pond is an idea that I want to share with you. A quote and what I'm reading and record of the week. So jumping into Through My Eyes actually happened yesterday. Yes. So um, I've got two girls, one 10, one 7, um, both going on 18. And they have shown an interest in creating their own music. And there was an opportunity to do a music technology club at school and everything, but it just didn't work out. But in a previous life, I actually spent an awful lot of time writing music, primarily using computers. Um, had a couple of bits in ads and sport on Sky TV and whatever. But um, I've not done that for ages, but every Mac comes with GarageBand. And to a large extent, to begin with, that's all you'll need. So spare laptop in the house, set that up downstairs for them. And they've really just gotten into it. And they're, they're mixing loops and whatever. They're, they're not playing any live instruments and that, but they're having a great time. And they're actually being extremely creative with it. And um, you may not know, but inside a platform like GarageBand, you've got automation functions. So you can make the volume change fade in, fade out. You can have the balance, the panning, left to right, jump, make instruments jump from left to right or whatever. And it's quite easy to set up in the software, but they didn't know what, how. So they've written a few pieces. And then yesterday they asked me, can I show them how to do the fading out? So I showed them the automation because that's the mechanism. And they, they both just got it straight away. And now they're able to make things go left to right. And you can have your effects level automated and things like that but what caught me was how quickly they just got the concept and ran with it and I don't think it's because they are smarter than my generation necessarily was from a base mental ability level it's just this stuff is easy for them because of the world they are surrounded by um, for them, computers is just a part of everyday life. They don't quite understand the concept of a world without Google, um, be that the personal assistant and the music and everything, or just the search engine. So for them, that's just the way the world in front of them looks and therefore how something works on a computer. Yeah, cool, I do this and I run with it. But it made me think that we can do that for ourselves by stepping outside of our comfort zones and actually going and, and pursuing something that we don't know how to do. We can change the way our comfort zone looks. We can change the world in front of us and therefore learn new skills and, and get new competencies. It's not just um, a prize for the young generation. Any of us can do it at any point. So 
that's that's just um, I get lots of inspiration and um, things from these girls but that's what I had yesterday the pebble in your pond this week um, slightly aligns to that because it's it's the idea that whatever we know as collective but also whatever you know individually is a fraction of what there is to know um, and this was sort of highlighted for me a few weeks ago now maybe more um, I ended up having a lengthy conversation with my wife Sophie who's a um, medical oncology consultant and we started talking about particular in this case breast cancer types of cancer um, whether it's primary or um, or secondary um, and whether the different treatments depending on where the primary is and where the secondary is and the, the the three treatments available and everything and it just got it went from it is breast cancer and you have um, radiotherapy or chemotherapy to well actually if it starts here and doesn't spread there or if it's spread from here to there then this changes and it just got became this labyrinth of of options and things that impact the efficacy of the treatments it's a bit like a mandelbrot set that you just there's a layer of detail you can go down and go down as you go now there was a time when our understanding of cancer was well this is breast cancer and we treat it with a or b but the more we find out the more complex the options become the more tailored and to a certain extent more effective for that particular niche subset and it's the same with any subject um if you if, if you talk to anyone who is an expert and i was talking with my business partner pete this morning um he talked to someone who has a client who is a, an expert witness in the u.s on the subject of cattle fences yes an expert witness on the fences that you use to herd or pen in cattle in the u.s so if that's available imagine all the knowledge you don't have in any field pick any field and what you know will be a minuscule fraction of what there is to know and it reminds me of one of Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Um, I think it's rule 10 or 11. And he says, assume that the person you are listening to might know something you don't. Um, and it's, it is always the case. Um, no matter who you speak to, they will know something you don't. And um, however impressed we might be by our own knowledge, it is but a fraction of what's available to know. Moving on to the quote this week. Um, it's quite interesting with everything that's going on around the world, um, politics, and the uh, today is the 30th of October, so the, the impending US election and what that holds for everyone. Um, saw this, and this came via Tim Ferriss, actually. He has a thing called Five Bullet Friday, which has a quote in it, and if you if you don't subscribe to it, I suggest you do. It's always very interesting. There's always something in there. Sometimes it's a six-bullet Saturday, but mainly five-bullet Friday. 
And the quote is from Primo Levi in If This Is a Man. And what he said is, A country is considered the more civilised, the more the wisdom and efficiency of its laws hinder a weak man from becoming too weak and a powerful one too powerful. I'll just leave that with you there. What am I reading? I'm still on The Unreasonable Success and How to Achieve It by Richard Koch. Um, And it is very, very interesting. Um, it's actually quite actionable as well. It's each each of the nine secrets that he talks about, the nine points on the map to unreasonable success are things that you can take action on. Interesting though, um, none of them are quick levers to pull. These things take time um, as anything worthwhile doing. Um, and one thing I read this morning, actually, about Einstein, something he said, which I thought was quite interesting. It sort of ties in with the whole thing about if, if life's not going the way you want to or you're upset or unhappy or whatever, throw yourself into, into your work. So um, the bit, I'll read this to you quickly. It says, at a time of emotional stress when he was 18, Einstein found solace in his quest. And then these are Einstein's words now. Strenuous intellectual work and looking at God's nature are the reconciling, fortifying, yet relentlessly strict angels that shall guide me through all of life's troubles. And it's quite an interesting idea when um, it sort of ties back to if you're going to do something, do something that's worth doing. Um, You're on this merry-go-round once and you may as well do something that's worthwhile, something you enjoy. That doesn't mean it needs to be something easy. We often find far more joy in the things that really taxes us um, than the the throwaway, easy to complete, easy to repeat um, activities and tasks. So that's where I am with the reading. My record of the week is, we're back to South Africa with this one, um, a group called Tenanas, and the album is Orchestra Mundo, which is the first of their albums that I actually ever heard. And um, for those of you who remember a world before Spotify and all that, and it was also, I think it was still in apartheid South Africa, I was young enough for that, that the city that I grew up in certainly didn't have a um, suitable CD shop as it was we didn't have records so CD shop um, so my girlfriend at the time her parents lived in Joburg and she went to the Mecca um, for us at the time which was CD warehouse um, and she picked up two or three other of their albums for me because I, I went down the rabbit hole with Tinanas so we've got Steve Newman Gitu Beloy and um, Ian Herman as the main guys in the band on this album a few other people playing with them as well but um, mainly it's those three um, Gitter Beloy um, he was killed um, quite a few years ago now and I remember the first time I actually saw Ian Herman play um, Sting came and played in South Africa and Vinnie Caliuta got food poisoning on the Thursday Friday the gig was on Saturday so Ian Herman got drafted in um, did a fantastic job and um, he's just an incredible player they all are um, and it's just it's quite an interesting album so it's mainly so the three of them play 
um, acoustic nylon string, acoustic guitar, bass, and then drums. Guitar Beloy does some vocals as well, and then there's lots of other instruments on this particular album as well. But I, I went on a bit of a quest with it this week because I listened to it downstairs on the hi-fi, and then I listened to it this morning actually again um, the CD through a little valve headphone amplifier and some nice Grado headphones and I also during the week whilst cooking listened to it on um, in-ear monitors and it's great uncovering additional details that the different mediums and the, the different listening environments give you but it's just a it's a really interesting album there's there's lots of the drumming in it reminds me of Mokhtar Samba um, sort of right on the beat but really lazy um, finding of that beat and it just it's it's very it's very very good um, great guitar playing on it as well and Gitter Beloy's bass is always incredible um, and then he manages to sing at the same time um, which always seems a lot harder than singing and playing the guitar or singing and playing the piano I think it's maybe because the guitar the bass you, you tend not to be playing anything close to the melody of what you're singing whereas with guitar and piano it's it's sort of woven in there but yeah so that's Tenanas um, I don't believe they're making records anymore unfortunately but you can find some of their stuff and I'll link to that um, but for a bit of African influenced music from these guys I highly recommend it um, Tenanas Orchestra Mundo and with that we're at the end of this episode so thanks for joining me and I hope you'll join me again next week and give me another chance to pull on your coat.